Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, we are owning what we practice with gusto. This episode is about owning what we practice and reaping the rewards or the consequences because we are ultimately responsible for our lives. We can't control everything that happens to us, but we are responsible for making choices as we go. So I want to use our show mascot, my dog, my standard poodle, Gusto, to teach a little lesson. We constantly have him in some kind of training. He is the sweetest, sweetest boy. And if you're not an animal person or you're not a dog person, please bear with me. It will make sense and be applicable. And I appreciate you for humoring me in the way that I teach. Now, I have a highly sensitive dog. Now, that is not a joke. That is not something that I am projecting. Anyone who meets Gusto will inevitably make some kind of comment laughing about how dramatic he is. It is like he actually puts his paw on his hand and does this exasperated, like, woe is me kind of thing. I've got this video where I have put him behind a boundary, a little baby gate, and he is just giving me the business. He is telling me off because I am making him do something that he does not want to do. And I will post that video on our Patreon just so y'all can get a good laugh at Gusto giving me fits. Now, the important thing to note about me and my dog is that I'm trying to teach my dog to respect my boundaries. Many of us are doing this work with people. Now, with dogs, we can sort of complement our communication styles. Dogs have certainly been bred and evolved to pay attention to us and to read our signals. That's a certain complementary communication that we have. We speak different languages. So it's important that I don't try to explain to Gusto. How crazy is it if I put up a baby gate when I'm cooking food and he's protesting on the other side? How kooky is it if I stand there and explain to him 
dude, I can't let you in the kitchen. You steal food off the counter. I have to watch you like a hawk. I can't do it while I cook. You're not allowed to steal the food out of the kitchen. That's for people. Imagine if that was my strategy. Many of us as highly sensitive people, we do this with low empathy people. And I'm here to tell you that high empathy and low empathy speak different languages. So many of you I know have had the experience, I've done it too, of wearing myself out. I don't do this anymore, but historically, wearing myself out, explaining from a high empathy place of if I can just explain this story the right way, if I can explain my needs the right way, then this person will understand, their resistances will fall to the wayside because of their understanding, and we will be able to negotiate and communicate and it will be easier. I would be pretty exhausted if that was my strategy with gusto. So this is maybe a side lesson in this episode of understanding that you may be trying to speak a language that another person may not understand. And the solution to that cannot possibly be more words thrown at them. What happens if we let go of that self-crazy-making activity? It is up to us to own what we practice. Maybe you've spent a lifetime practicing trying to communicate to someone who doesn't speak your language. What would it be like to no longer fall into explanation holes with people with low empathy, narcissistic traits, sociopathic traits, potentially other personality disorder traits. So we have to learn as an HSP tribe, well, let me rephrase that. We don't have to, but we benefit from. Because many of us, it's the truth, right? We all know this, that many people will go to their graves not learning these lessons. This is why we own what we practice. The technique that I use with Gusto now that comes from our lovely trainer, Ellie, is we practice relax on the mat. And follow me for a minute because it'll make sense when I'm done. So there's a mat. You can picture like a little yoga mat or a bath mat. And when that mat goes down, he now knows that he's supposed to go sit on that mat. But he does not get a treat for going on that mat and sitting. We've conditioned that. He knows that already. The next step was that he has to practice putting his face down and actually relaxing, that he can't go sit on that mat with high energy and go, mama, give me a treat. Nope, you get a treat when you calm and center and relax yourself. Now, what's happening over time as we're about two months into practicing this is he is getting to practice moments of calm. And the more that we practice moments of calm and rewarding moments of calm and relaxation, the more his brain, his body, his nervous system understands, oh, calm is something that I can invite to feel. We are encouraging Gusto to utilize his power to choose to center and relax himself. Think about this if you lean towards anxiety, if you lean towards post-traumatic stress, 
if it's easy for you to get overwhelmed. And many of you, I know I used to practice it too. Many of us have had history practicing what I might call the dangling of the dysfunctional carrot. Many of us say to ourselves as our inner dialogue, let me just get this stuff done so that I'm not anxious. Which is a sort of making yourself jump through hoops before permission to practice calm. Now, the name of this episode is Own What We Practice with Gusto. And if I ask you to own that, to own, wait a minute, have I been telling myself that I'm not allowed to be calm until I get things done? That may mean that I have been accidentally practicing staying stressed out all day. What a crazy thing to practice. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Now, the fear there is, ooh, but if I'm kind to myself, if I'm gentle, if I take a nap when I need to take a nap, if I rest when I need to rest, if I take a moment to just take a deep breath, that somehow I'm not going to get anything done. Isn't that an interesting twist of our logic? That people who lean towards over-functioning and overdoing and over-helping would be scared to slow down and come more into center? That their fear is not that they will come to center, but that they will swing all the way to the other side and just become a useless blob and will never get another thing done again if you're kind to yourself. This is sort of encouraged by the pace of the current modern world. Lots of messaging that we should be maxed out constantly. Lots of messaging that if we really care, we're stressed. Another very sick, very dysfunctional thought. And it dangles these dysfunctional carrots. It says to the self, I do not deserve to feel light and easy until I've jumped through hoops. What if we flip that? What if like Gusto, you practiced calming, taking a deep breath, feeling centered so that we own what we practice with Gusto? Maybe that means changing the energy mindfully, moment to moment. So here's my challenge. And of course, you can choose to accept it. You can choose to toss it. You can choose to tweak it or morph it into whatever you need it to be. But I hope that from me sharing this story today that you can find some inspiration in your own world. I try to practice this not always successfully, 
but I try to mindfully come back to it over and over again because I want to own what I practice with gusto. And if I'm not mindfully shifting myself when I'm gathering up all the millions of things that I need to get out of the door, I'm frazzled. I'm anxious. I don't want to practice that. That's not good for me to practice. So I mindfully try to shift, take a deep breath, and use that mundane moment, gathering my keys, my hat, my gloves, my jacket, my scarf, my water bottle, my purse, my phone, and I take a deep breath and give myself radical deep permission to be calm and easy. What if you did this for yourself, moment to moment, getting dressed in the morning, making your coffee? the drive to work, maybe even taking a moment with your cat or dog, any of your pets, to really practice being calm and relaxed with them and for them, to share that energy of calm relaxation, to allow your pets to invite you to that. This is why I call Gusto and all pets little pet gurus, because they're right there. And they have so much available to teach us if we just allow ourselves to open up and to learn. Dogs have an amazing way of being in the moment and present. They get nervous. We've all seen them get nervous going to the vet or in a thunderstorm. But when the thunder is over, they're done with it. When the vet visit is done, they're done with it. What if you allowed yourself to be done with the things that stress you out and to center in what is calm and relaxing and good. If you could do that once a day, if you could increase to once a day or twice a day, now in January 2020, imagine how many moments of practicing calm centeredness for your nervous system you could offer yourself this year. It's such a better thing to practice than anxiety, stress, overwhelm, We own what we practice with gusto. I hope there was something in this episode that helps you in loving yourself. And by loving yourself, I often mean challenging yourself. When we love ourselves, we challenge ourselves to give ourselves exactly what we need. And sometimes that's different than what our old psychological parts want. Those old psychological parts, they're running on old scripts And they're trying to pull us into old stressors and keep our bodies in those modes because that's what those parts knew. That's what those parts had to practice to survive. To get out of survival mode, we must open to practicing relaxation. I want to take a moment to thank the people that are the backbone of the show. Producing a podcast every single week is a tremendous amount of work to get everything that needs to go out on social media and to coordinate everything and edit it and review it and put it out. Tremendous amount of work. Tremendous amount of equipment that we use and applications. Those of you who are part of our community at Patreon, whether you're giving us two bucks or five bucks or 10 bucks or 20, y'all are the backbone of the show. Money makes the world go round and it makes this podcast get produced every single week. We cannot do it without you. I want to thank Alyssa, Shana Z, Chris B, Kaser R, Sunaya. 
I want to thank Patricia A. for being a Patreon producer, Pacey Lee, Kieran L., Tracy O., well, we got two Britneys. We've got Brittany and Brittany R., Deanna Kitlack. She green-lighted us on using a full name. Thank you, Brave Soul, and Mary S. I appreciate y'all so much. We have some really fun, exciting new things coming to Patreon. I'm not ready to announce them yet, but they're coming. They're coming this year. Thank y'all who have supported us since the beginning and those of you who continue to show up to grow a community. It's not a space where I want to throw a ton at you. I don't want to overwhelm you. I am not the person that is putting out new content every single day on Patreon. I want to give you little nuggets of wisdom. You get the episodes that I record that only go out on Patreon. They don't go out on the iTunes feed. Those are exclusive episodes and exclusive content that's available there. I want to give you little, easy, simple things that help you understand yourself and level up peace and contentment and joy in your life. Thank you so much, Patreon people, for supporting me, supporting you. We continue to spread this show all over the world. It's amazing. Please let yourself take a moment. We're talking about practicing feeling new things. Please, if you are on our Patreon, if you have shared the show, if you have written a review, if you've done something to support the support that we give you, please take a moment with me to sit and feel connected to each other and to feel proud of yourself. If you've done something to support the show, you are responsible for someone else figuring out that they're highly sensitive, for someone else figuring out that they're not crazy when they get triggered, for someone else figuring out that they are unalone. And that is more powerful than anything I could ever say in one episode. From the bottom of my heart, gratitude, light, and love. I am an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Light and love. Bye-bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to Calm History dot com.